5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Hello, hello everybody. Welcome back into the show. Um, We're here. We're going to be digging into some scripture um, once again. And uh, we'll probably just get right to it. Um, Hopefully you had a great weekend. This is Monday and we are in what is known as the season of Epiphany. And we talked about that on Friday because it was the first day of Epiphany. So as we do, um, we're going to continue to see what it means that Jesus is revealed and Jesus is being revealed. Now, I wonder if we think about the church. Do you think the church shows favoritism? Now, that might be like a really broad question. And what I would say is, I mean, especially because you're using the word church, you're like, does a church show favoritism? Do the people in churches show favoritism? And I think that's where, yes, the church is people. And we can look at many times in in humanity, not just followers of Christ, but favoritism comes into play quite a bit. Um, you get certain things that have the flavor of favoritism, things like nepotism, you know, where it's like family relation leads to the favoritism. And so then there's the things that you'll do for this favorite group or this whatever group, you know, that you're favoring, and you'll kind of leave others out. How does it feel when you are the left out of the group? No one wants to be left out. No one likes to be secluded. No one wants to be left in the cold. And they want to be a part of that group, right? It's the in crowd or whatever it might be. And so when we're talking about favoritism today, we're going to go to a, uh, a passage in Acts that God is trying to help Peter to be able to see something different. Acts 10. Verse 34, then Peter replied, I see very clearly that God shows no favoritism. In every nation, he accepts those who fear him and do what is right. This is the message of good news for the people of Israel, that there is peace with God through Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what happened throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after John began preaching his message of baptism. And you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, the Holy Spirit, then with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we apostles are witnesses of all he did throughout Judea in Jerusalem. They put to death, they put him to death by hanging him on a cross, but God raised him to life on the third day. Then God allowed him to appear, not to the general public, but to those to whom God had chosen in advance to be his witnesses. We were those who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. All right, so when we see this, this, this portion, Peter's first starting off talking about that God, God doesn't show favoritism. He doesn't, and sometimes the other passages might use partiality. God doesn't show partiality. So he's not, you know, going to be, you know, a, a select, right? He's, he's saying God loves those who 
both fear him, right? And this is not the terrified fear. This is a fear, healthy respect. I know what God has the power to do, and I'm going to let God be God. And yes, God is big, strong, and powerful. And I'm holding that in, you know, kind of respectful, you know, a respectful part of it, almost like, you know, that, um, you know, like sometimes they use this, like a father has the, you know, power to discipline, I mean, as a mother does as well. And sometimes there's the the healthy respect. Now, it shouldn't be, you shouldn't be ever terrified, but you should have some healthy respect. And I think that's what he's getting to. This is the reason why God doesn't show favoritism. Every nation, he accepts those who fear him to do what is right. And then he goes into the gospel message. He's like, this is what Jesus has done. And then, right on the other side of that, verse 39, we and we apostles are witnesses of all he did throughout Judea and Jerusalem. So what these Peter now and the rest of the apostles are saying is, hey, we're trying to carry this message out now. We want to be witnesses. Now, what does a witness do? Now, especially as he's used the word eyewitness, that's something that we're a little bit more familiar with. So if there's a crime, if there's something that happened, and somebody's coming along and saying, I want to know what happened, I wasn't here, can you tell me what happened? This is an eyewitness. This is somebody who saw it. Now, what is that person asking? Tell me what you saw. They're not saying, can you give me commentary on what you saw? No, I don't want commentary. I just want to know what you saw. I want to know what happened. And this is what a witness does. They tell things that they saw, that they witnessed, that happened even to them. And so when you're thinking about these people, apostles now, they're saying, hey, we went through this whole ministry with Jesus, death, life, death, and resurrection. We've known it. We've seen it. We actually can even talk about the ascension, which happens there in the beginning of Acts, as well as the end of Luke as well. But either way, so they're talking about eyewitness, and they're saying we need to tell of exactly what we have seen, what we have heard, and what we also know, and what we've seen already here in the book of Acts, is that God is breaking the door wide open, that he doesn't show favoritism to a select group of people. He's saying, I got all nations. I got all people. And then they're saying, hey, and we want to be the were the, the, the testifying ones, the ones who are going to tell our story. And we want to tell it loud and proud. We want to be able to document this. We want people to know that God does not show favoritism, is that you, whoever you are, whatever tribe you're from, whatever race you're from, whatever, what, you know, whatever, whatever you're from, is God's not going to seclude you because of that. Just as, I believe, Christians, followers of Jesus today, should not show favoritism either. I know James gets into it in his, uh, in his letter later on, you know, where they were showing favoritism towards the rich and leaving out the poor. Christians don't do this. Christians should not be like that because we have to follow in the character of God. Don't show favoritism. 
see people for who they are, hear their story, and then testify, witness to what you know to be true. All right, everybody, we're going to end there for today. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, take care.